This is Space Waffles, a Star Wars podcast. Hello and welcome to Space Waffles. I am your host, Arzu, and with me are my fellow Waffles, Candice. Hey. And Brie. Hi. So happy Star Wars month. We have a new episode every Monday this month, and we hope you'll join us for all that. And today, we thought it would be fun to take a look at the 1978 cartoon, The Story of the Faithful Wookiee, which infamously uh, aired during the Star Wars holiday special. So before we we kick things off, Brie, can you give us a very short summary? Yes. Um, There's a talisman that Chewbacca took, and so Luke, C-3PO, (laughs) C-3PO... And R2-D2 are chasing after the Millennium Falcon, which, you know, also entails Han and Chewbacca. And they're, like, going off into this, like, land on this weird pink jelly-like planet is how I want to describe it. And obviously, Luke, C-3PO, and R2-D2 can't find the Millennium Falcon And there's this, like, dinosaur creature that comes out, tries to eat the ship, and then they meet Boba Fett, and then he thinks he's a cool dude. So they're like, yeah, let's trust him. And Chewbacca doesn't trust this guy. And, you know, the humans are all like, yeah, or Boba Fett. And then, lo and behold, it's found out that he's really working for Darth Vader. Oh, no. And that's really it. I mean, you kind of gave it more than it. <laughs> yeah, that had a little more depth than what was like actually going on on screen. This was something else. Okay, so for those that don't know, this cartoon is actually the first in-story appearance of Boba Fett ever because this aired before The Empire Strikes Back, which is the first time we see him on film. Okay, so they filmed a scene where Han meets Jabba and Jabba's not like a slug monster then even. And Boba Fett's there like looking cool with his gun. But they deleted that for 1977 and they brought it back in 1997 for the special edition. I didn't actually notice that Boba Fett was there until my most recent rewatch in like January. How can you forget that face? Because I didn't simp for Boba Fett until November, so I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> That's why. <laughs> we got issues. Look, you do do. This is from Brie. This is from Brie. The Mandalorian season two made us simps for Boba Fett. Like, so, so. It was shocking. Overnight, the way this transformed. Yeah. Which is the the first thing I noticed, which I know that Boba Fett didn't sound like Tamora Morrison until Attack of the Clones, but it was very strange to have him have this kind of posh British accent. Um, Can we talk about Luke's creepy eyes, for one? Like... Okay, the animation. animation. Yes. And and Hans's chin. Han was animated 100% by somebody who doesn't like Harrison Ford. Yeah. A hundred percent. Like, I think Leia's the only one of our of our trio that comes out, like, unscathed. Yeah, she looked amazing, as she should. So there was a movie called A Cosmic Christmas that came out in 1976. And the director of the holiday special showed it George Lucas. And George Lucas is like, I'm in, because he liked their unique animation style. And it was Nelvana? Yeah, it's a Canadian, Canadian company. Canadian, yeah, Canadians. 
that made this. And I don't know. And Brie, I told you, I was like, you've already seen this. And Brie's like, what? Yeah, because it's a holiday special. special. Yeah. Which I still have not seen. What? How I just have another- I seen that movie and you haven't? Because I keep you? going, I need to watch it, and then it, it never happens. And then I'm like, fine, I'll watch it next time I do a Star Wars marathon or next Christmas or whatever, and then it just it just doesn't happen. Is it just gonna become a, like a waffle tradition that we watch a holiday special during the yes. holidays? All right. Uh, stay subscribed because in December we're gonna make Arzu watch it. Oh I promise I will not watch it until then. Good. <laughs> That's my promise to to you space waffles listeners. Okay, so when they get to this gooey pink planet, the jelly Vulcan, yeah, the world's most adorable dinosaur pops up and just starts eating Luke's ship. And I'm like, I wish the whole cartoon was about this dinosaur, right? Because I love it. Extremely cute. I thought he was gonna try and eat Luke, but he just wanted the ship. Minding, minding his own business, doing his just thing, trying to get dinner. And okay, I don't I know, know how I'm like nitpicking. a ship would taste to a dinosaur though. <laughs> what? Like. I mean, I when your taste buds are different. Wouldn't you ra- like? I would have figured the dinosaur would rather eat the human than a junk of like a piece of metal. Brie, we're Maybe meant it- to think that they're like metal eating dinosaurs. Well, I guess that's so. just how their stomachs work. Yeah, they're like really iron deficient. Okay, I know this is nitpicking, but I'm gonna say it because it stood out to me. Is that first of all, Boba Fett out there beating the dinosaur? With I thought a stick. the same thing. I hated it. And then when Luke is like giving his food to the dinosaur, and the dinosaur's like, "Yay!" Boba Fett's like, "Don't waste your resources on these lesser creatures." I'm like, my Boba Fett would never. Also, Don't know who I this was is, like, but- how did Luke not know he was a bad guy when saying that and hitting the dinosaur i was like he is not an ally he is not a friend he is my brother mean. made the points because luke used to bullseye womp rats in his t16 he's like so luke's an asshole too oh that's true and also boba like right like once he meets it meets luke he's like hello friend and he keeps saying friend a lot like he's trying to get into luke's head because he's a stupid kid sometimes it worked because luke is stupid <laughs> Luke is, yeah, like, I do questionable things in my life, but, like, Luke is stupider. Okay, we would like to say again, the Geeky Waffle Network loves Luke Skywalker, but we also love bragging on him. He is so easy to drag. Yes, and again, nine-year-old me wanted to marry Luke Skywalker. I would just like to, like, to everyone to know that. So, Luke Skywalker fans, do not come at us because we are one of you. Oh, no, I love Luke. I just will admit that he is clueless at times. He's, he's just very much the farm boy kid in yeah, this episode. Just, he's naive. He's, he's too naive. trusting. But, I mean, he gets jaded during the trilogy. So, there's that. Yeah, this is still him. Like, this is so recently after A New Hope that, like, he's still wearing the jacket that somebody lent him for the medal ceremony. Like, he did not give it back. This is like two days later. If I was that you know person, I mean? though, I'd be like, you just keep it, bro. Really? I'd be like, I want my jacket back. <laughs> it's not it's like you leather. go shopping. We're in a war. That's true. Do you know how hard it is to come by this kind of stuff? So Luke steals is what we're trying to say. He's the thief. Yeah. Damn it. Okay, so it's a little bit fuzzy what happens, but he gets like knocked out and so does Han. Well, because of the talisman. Because of the talisman. And then yeah. Boba Fett takes the droids into town. No, to just the to- Wookiee. Just the Wookiee. The droids stay with Luke. See, yeah. I just watched this like an hour ago. Wait. Um, I Okay. I have a question though because I know it's just a nine minute cartoon, but I didn't understand the talisman, like what was important about it and why they were trying to get it and why Luke was like, don't destroy it. I have okay, no they, context for this talisman. They say, I thought I missed something. They say at the beginning the Empire and the Rebels both want it. So apparently it's powerful and you're just supposed to like take it as, you know. 
And we just never hear about it again. No. So, well, I mean, Chewbacca destroys it. So I guess there is a reason why we don't hear about it again. Yeah. I don't know. I'm trying to make sense of something that doesn't make sense. Hang on. So Boba Fett goes to town with Chewbacca, makes a very obvious public Skype call to Darth Vader that the droids pick up. And they're like, he's a bad guy. And then right as they're telling Luke all of this, Boba Fett shows up and the animation on Luke's face is hysterical. And then I may have like blinked at the wrong time and I missed this. But why does Boba Fett not shoot him? He just books it out of there. I don't know. And also the fact that like Luke and Han are having a conversation and the droids don't instantly say, hey, Boba is working for Vader or like they don't call Chewie on the comms. Yeah. yeah. Damn, C-3PO, you have one job. These are a lot of decisions that are being made because like the plot needs to advance and not because this is the way anybody should behave. And I guess it's the same reason why Boba Fett doesn't shoot Luke because Luke's in The Empire Strikes Back, so he can't. Well, also, to your point of of Boba Fett not shooting Luke, Boba Fett also didn't just kick Chewie off his little hovercraft. Because he wanted- Into the jelly. Do you know why, though? Do you know why that is? Because deep down, he's a good man. No, it's because he wanted them to trust him to take him to their rebel base. It's because Sorry. he's a good man. Oh, the and rebel base makes sense. Yeah, no, Arzu. <laughs> no, that makes more sense. It's fine. Oh, so Chewie says that he didn't trust him from the beginning because of the way he smells. Yeah, he looked like the Grinch there, too, in that animation. <laughs> Chewie? Oh, my God. Yeah, just like his little paw. <laughs> like I was like, what? <laughs> Watch it back. I promise you he looks like the Grinch in that moment, like from like the, the old cartoon. Oh, now I have to. Han's animation like disturbs me. Like his eyes are closed like the majority of the time, and like they're doesn't open like, once. Doesn't look a damn thing like Han Solo. No, his John Chin. That's where it's like it's like a blockhead, but like disturbed blockhead. Leia looks like a cartoon of Carrie Fisher, but Luke and Han look like caricatures. Yeah, of Mark Hamill and like, Harrison Ford, like the kind you would get at like a Riverwalk. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell y'all, I looked at Common Sense Media, which is a thing for parents to look at before they show something to their kids. Okay. Okay. So they say what you need to talk about your kids with is merchandising because did this make them want to buy uh, Star Wars toys or games? Compare the menacing characters and violence and live action to the special. Talk about the hype of the Star Wars franchise. Is it deserved? What is the appeal? It has a two-star rating. Oof. I'm surprised. Does that rating, like, carry over, like, from the rest of the holiday special or, like, two stars on its own? No, this is just for the story of the faithful Wookiee. And, yeah, they're worried about consumerism, a little bit of violence. But there is no sexy stuff, language, or drug drinking and smoking. So that's good. Well, I mean, there wasn't any time. What, the dinosaurs going to be like? Ooh. (laughs) When the whole thing kicked off, with the little like captain's log thing, did anybody else be like, "This is very Star Trek"? Yeah, I got excited because the captain's name was Kazon, and at first I saw Kanan, and I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I don't think they were thinking that far into it, Candace, or far. Oh my into gosh, Bree Bree knows a Rebels character. Wait, which character? I thought it said Kanan. Kanan. I heard Captain Cannon. I'm like, this is something I don't understand. Kanan. Yeah. Yeah, Kanan, Kanan. I heard like cannon, like like a cannonball. Oh. <laughs> and I'm like, this is some American or Floridian thing that I'm just going to let slide because I don't understand it. No. 
her dialect is getting in the way. My Florida no, dialect. You're a very happy accent. You just did that dialect. <laughs> I was raised by a Southern lady and a man from India. So my accent's all over the place. I don't I don't think I have an accent unless I like put on a Valley Girl one. I'm like, hi. I have an accent. I a have boot. a GTA accent. It's like a GTA Canadian accent. Like if I'm talking for too long, I can start to hear it. And a lot of my letters get dropped. Anyway, so back on topic. So is there anything either of you wanted to add about the story of the faithful Wookiee? It's the best part of the holiday special. Yeah. I'm, we're well, scaring Arzu already. <laughs> do we think that its inclusion on Disney Plus is them testing the waters to put the whole holiday special on there this holiday season? Okay, they don't even say in the summary, like, this was originally in the holiday special. They, no, it's holiday special ration. They'll confuse yeah. people. Because they'll be like, well, where's the rest of the special? But That's do we true. think they're going to put the rest of the special? I don't know. There's one is part I, that I just feel like they can't. Oh, the oh. itchy grandpa... Uh-huh. Watching porn wanna, in the living room. Why would you say that? Let ours you see it for the first time. No, I've I, I know I know bits of it, so this isn't a oh this isn't no. a surprise to me. Okay, well it was a surprise to me when I first saw it. <laughs> I knew nothing going okay. in. It was a big surprise for me when I was 10 and I gave my mom cash to buy this holiday special off of eBay for me. My God. Poor Candace. Poor 10-year-old Candace. She's like, oh, I want more Luke Skywalker, Princess Leia, and Han Solo. I got that. Grandpa watching porn. Yeah. Okay. You know what? We talked about this like more than the actual short. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So so let's wrap things up. Really, really poor animation. An awful Boba Fett who doesn't represent what you two simp for. That was in November, Mando. And the dinosaurs were cute. Very cute. Respect the dinosaurs. Yeah. And simp for Boba Fett. Yes. Except this Boba Fett. That don't simp for this animals. Boba Fett. We don't like that. No. Okay. So, Bree, can you tell everyone where to find us? Yeah. You can find us online at thegeekywaffle.com. You can find us on Twitter um, at geeky underscore waffle. We have a Patreon subscribe to us we might do an after dark special about them two simping for mall it's patreon.com slash the geeky waffle so come find us talk to us we're kind of cool we're on twitter a lot come find us there so may the waffles be with you